Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we are doing episode 36 of the Cinemania World Show. We missed last week, but we are back in live in full color this week. My name is Dwayne. Once again, I am joined by my co-host for the World Show, Alex Madden. Alex, what's going on, bud? Uh, not too much. I'm a little tired. Um, it was very cold today, and then these past few days with us have been stressful. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, do you want to go into that now? Or do you want to wait till later? I mean, we can go into it now. I don't mind. Yes. Yeah, sure. Um. So we uh we have just been like so stressful with this Comic Con stuff because we've been trying to look for a place and stuff like that, and we've been trying to um we've been trying to do Airbnb and then hotels, but everything is just like so stressful. Uh, luckily, we did we did book a place, but it turns out the place in San Diego that we booked was was had no AC, has no AC, and San Diego in July is not cold. No, <laughs> it's very hot. No. So now we have well, now we're in the process for looking for another place that hopefully has AC. Um, so yeah, that's just where we're going. I mean, I right now I'm glad that we at least have a place booked, but yeah. I know. But I know that um, that if we're able to find something that has that everything that we want, then we're good. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Um, what do you think? Yeah, uh, from what Christina said in the message, it sounds like this 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 place you found sounds like it doesn't have a TV. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have a TV. I mean, the but, fuck but, is, but fuck is up but, with that shit. Well, but but with that, I figured because Comic Con is like ten, it starts at like ten a.m. in the morning, and then it's yeah. over like seven each day. So I just what? How much TV are we even ta- uh, watching? Yeah, it's true. Um, but still, if you don't have a TV, you're not normal. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Uh, and, and and like, it's not like he doesn't have. It's not like he doesn't um have the the wall space for it either. You know, it was yeah, weird. But um, we're still looking. Eventually, we're gonna we're gonna um try to fix every. We're gonna try to figure it out. And stuff like that. But um, let's get right into the show. We missed some stuff last week, but we'll get into that a little bit later on the Fast Track News. We're going to get into the key topics of the show. Then we're going to go into Fast Track News. And then we're going to go to the Television News Rundown. And then we will go into your movie pool list, a Twitter poll. And we will close the show from there. So, first things first. um, Avengers Endgame. Couple of news from Avengers Endgame. Not really news, just more some stuff that they, that they did today. It's one month away, so they dropped a bunch of character posters today, and all of the character posters are showing, are show, like they they have the uh, the Avengers who lived in in full color, and then they have the Avengers who perished in black and white. So from the Infinity War, Avenge the Fallen. Yeah, that's what it's. That's like the main tagline they're going for is a Avenged of Falling. And so far they have, uh, let's see. So far they have, um, they 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 literally have everyone here. People, even people that um we wasn't expecting to see right like now, Dead, like Deadpool. Well, that was from Boss Logic, but they um yeah. So they have the. I mean, everyone from the trailers and the uh, and the main poster that they dropped. Um, they have those guys there, you know, like the Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Scarlet, uh, no, not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow, uh, mm-hmm. Nebula, Nebula. But then one interesting person, well, one interesting couple of people 
who apparently seems to survive the, the snap was Wong, uh, yeah. Pepper, Pepper Potts, and Happy Hogan. And the one big one is that I guess with these posters, they unless it's like a swerve, but they finally they confirmed that Valkyrie is survived like survived the snap. Yep. So um, and then moving on to the the decimated side, uh, they have a bunch of you know everyone we've seen who's who we've seen from the movie who who perished as well as the ones that Thanos killed himself mm-hmm. like uh, like you know um, Gamora and Vision, but we also have Shuri on this on on the uh, black and white side, so that was interesting as well. Uh, what are your thoughts yeah. on all this? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird with Shuri because didn't they didn't they say that she survived initially? Well, they. I mean, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I. I know. I saw something that said something like she stayed, like she did survive. But yeah. then I also saw that in the first Avengers Endgame trailer, she was on the screen. Yeah. Every, so I'm, I'm. I don't know why. I don't know why people are like surprised that she's on the black and white side. They they already showed that she got said that she was dusted. Um, on the screen in the first trailer. So I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that uh, the Deadpool one was funny. Or I don't know who did that, but kudos. This to boss, that. Uh, boss logic, boss logic. Yeah, yeah. yeah k- kudos to that guy. Um, that, so I thought that was funny. Uh, another interesting one is uh, Valkyrie. So that must confirm that Valkyrie is in the movie. Yeah, it's looking like it's looking like Valkyrie is um look it's looking like Valkyrie's in the movie. She has a poster. I mean. For them to go this, for them to go like out of the way to get posters for Happy and um, Pepper Potts, um, I think they just did this because if you combine all the posters, they're literally evenly split half and half. So I think oh. this was just, I, I think if this this was just their way to, you know, kind of like reiterate um, Thanos's like main point of the snap, and that's perfectly balanced. Yeah. You know, half. So I think they added the extra people like Happy Hogan, Pepper Potts, uh, Wong. Um, not not to say not to say that they're not important, but I think he added those. I think they added those people just to, just to evenly divide it and stuff yeah. like that. You know, because they didn't have yeah. to show them. You know. No, I, I I totally agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's it's very. I mean, the posters are really cool. I mean, they if, are. If, I, if, I, it's like what you say. Go ahead. I love that tagline too, Avenge the Fallen. Yeah, like I love like looking at these posters in like HD. Like some of these I would want to hang these up. Like I oh, think yeah. the um you, I, I like the black and the, the I like the black and white ones more. They just look like Spider Man's I would buy I would buy Spider Man's. That looks cool. Yeah, uh, that one that one's the one where I'm like, that looks fucking cool. Uh yeah, a couple of a couple of them look very basic, but like some of them look really cool. Like yeah. I like I think Hulk's is very basic, but I mean it's just Bruce Banner. But um I like Black Panthers. I like I like Scarlet Witches. I don't like Captain Marvel. Looks like looks boring, sorry. I like Rockets. Um I like Nebulas too. Nebulas smug face looking all cool and interesting. Um Okoye's has a nice one. They're all they all look so great up close in HD. But yeah. um, it's just it's it's crazy that that um you know something like this would spark a big conversation as far as the Avengers go because I didn't think they were gonna show these extra people that we were wondering if they were if they were safe or not you know on like you know this this early. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, I mean now we know though. Yes, yes, yes. Now we know. Now we know. Um, and then, and then it was also announced, it wasn't really announced, but, um, 
I read it online through Screen Rant that the tickets go on sale April 2nd. So next, a week from now, the tickets will go on sale. It, oh. It's about time they go on sale. It's usually not this late, but I guess they just to build up the hype. I don't think we're going to get another trailer. Um, I don't think I, we will I, either. Yeah, I do think this is just going to be... Um, I, I do think this is just gonna be what it is, like just this, just this, um, just them dropping the tickets. I mean, they don't need another trailer to drop the tickets. Um, no. They might do like a TV spot, like a little like something to drop tickets, but I don't think they really need it. So yeah, yeah the trailer, yeah. So the trailer will be dropped. I'm not not trailer. The um, tickets, tickets. will be dropping next week, April second, according to ScreenRanch.com. So what are your thoughts on that? You excited? Yeah, definitely. I. I don't think I'll be able to see it that Thursday night, so I'll have to see it probably that Friday morning. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, cause, I mean, that runtime, though, is... That's a long-ass runtime. <laughs> yeah, especially from, especially when you put trailers in front of it. Yeah. Um, that's gonna, yeah, that's when you're gonna be in the theater till like, like, midnight. Like, like, I have to catch, like, the earliest showing there is on that Friday um, to get right. to work, to get to work on time. Right. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully it works out. I mean, it, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I think, I think it's going to be a, a huge hit as far as ticket sales. I think the tracking number is going to be crazy. Although I do like the hype, the hype between like one thing I'm, one thing I, the one thing for me though, is that I feel, do you, do you think the, um, do you think the marketing of the movie so far is going to help the movie or kind of hurt it in a way? I think it'll help it because people are just like, what the fuck is this movie even going to like cover? Like right. nobody really knows what it's about. And I think that that's part of the hype. Like, I think mm-hmm. people are just pissed off that like, we have to wait. But like at the same time, it's just like, what is it about? Like people, well, like, pe- people, people are going to rush to the theater to find out what Endgame is about, you know? Well, I agree, but like I, I, I do agree, but I feel like that's in, that's 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 for like us, like we're excited and stuff like that, because you know we're cinephiles and we're pumped and we're we can't wait and stuff like that. But I'm thinking of like, I'm thinking of this like, okay, I'm at when I was at the theaters over the weekend, I saw us again. We'll get to us, but I saw us again on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was with my I was with my mother because she really wanted to see it. So I watched it again on Sunday, and I I I noticed that when that second trailer came on, like no one cared. You know what I mean? Like I I I I'm like hyped, and I'm looking around to see if anyone else is, and I I saw stone faces because that trailer's bad. Like it's, it's sorry, like it's not a good trailer. Like I know they want to keep everything under wraps, but I me personally, I would I would have just rathered. I would have just rathered a trailer, like, I would have just rathered, like, no trailer if that's, if you're just not going to show anything, and I get it, they want to keep everything under wraps, I knew, I kind of had a feeling this was all going to happen when they said the whole thing, like, oh, um, we're only going to show the first 15 minutes and nothing else, I kind of saw this coming, but I, I... I, I didn't like the second trailer. I liked it at first viewing because I was like, I'm hype and I'm excited. But I'm thinking as a, I'm thinking as like a casual. Like mm. I don't think anyone. I think people are excited for it, of course. Like you and I are, and everyone else, and people who went to see it last year and stuff. But every every casual fan, just movie, just movie watchers for like big movies that they go to the theater. You know what I mean? The movies that went, or the movies that they want to see. 
every one of them that I showed the trailer to, they were just not, they just didn't, like, connect with it. Like, the trailer last year, anybody I showed that trailer to, hyped, mom, yes, yes, I well, can't wait. My uh, yeah. my boss, yes, I can't wait, it looks awesome. My friend, my cousin, yes. Every person I showed this trailer to, they're like, oh, you, okay, that's it. Yeah, that, you, they're all, they all just seem so underwhelmed. So I'm, I'm, you, I'm wondering if that's going to affect the... Uh, the um the opening weekend i don't think it will but it's just something to think no. about i don't think it will affect opening weekend because i guess it's on track to like make like 290 million or something um what trailer are you talking about are you talking about the first one for endgame or like the one for infinity war no i'm, I'm talking about the second trailer from the, the endgame not the yeah, first but, one with tony stark not the yeah, first no, one with tony but, stark in the space but when you said you were showing it to your friends and like everybody and everybody got hyped was that was that you were talking about the second trailer? No, I was talking about Infinity War. Everyone yeah, yeah. was hyped for Infinity yeah, yeah. War. That's what like, I thought. Yeah, yeah. That, like, yeah. both of the... And, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about, like, one of those trailers. Both those trailers that they dropped, every time I showed it to somebody, they were so pumped and excited. This one, the first one, I maybe got, like... The first one, my boss was so underwhelmed. A friend of mine was underwhelmed. And these are just people who, like, who... Who like sports and stuff like that. They like movies, but they're not like like us. You know what I mean? And yeah. I showed my mom. My mom. I showed my mother, who's a huge Marvel fan, both these trailers, and she just both times like she just seems so underwhelmed. So I'm wondering if like because we know like okay, these movies draw and they do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh this is gonna bomb. It's not gonna bomb at end. It's gonna be well over two hundred million. It's gonna it's gonna movie. it's gonna make back more than half its budget. It's gonna right. It's it's gonna make more uh two hundred million opening weekend. But I feel but I feel like um this route of not showing anything might because people we we know that like the casual moviegoers they love. When it comes to trailers, they just want to see the action and they want to see this and they want to see that. And I'm like that too, but I'm also in a sense of I know why they're doing this. And casuals don't know why. They're just watching it. You know what I mean? They don't know the, yeah. the scenes that, oh, they don't want to show anything. They want to keep it. They don't know that. We do because we follow the stuff all the time, but they don't know that. So I'm wondering if, like, I know last year, I know if Infinity War did 250, but I'm wondering if this is, I know, I know it's tracking. Well, but I mean that means nothing, honestly, because like us was tracking thirty-five million and it made seventy this weekend. So yeah. it's like you know what I mean. It, that all can change. I'm, I'm not saying by any means that it's gonna bomb or anything like that. No, nothing even close to that. It's gonna go well over two hundred and ten million. But I'm wondering, like similar to Last Jedi, because Last Jedi didn't bring in the same box office as, as The Force Awakens did. You know, no. so I'm just I'm I'm curious as far as that department. That's it. Just curious. yeah. I don't I don't, I don't think I don't in the case of Last Jedi, I knew that was never gonna make as much as The Force Awakens. Um. And plus two people, people think the last Jedi is a box office bomb when it's really not. Um, but I mean, my whole thing with the whole trailer thing with like casual movie audiences, here's my problem with that though. Every, all the casual movie audiences who just want action, just want that from the entire movie. They don't want characters. They don't want story. They just want to see action explosions. Oh my God. Stuff's happening. Action and explosions. People are dying. That's all I want from this movie. Oh, they're talking. That sucks. That's, that's what great. I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's my but, point. Exactly. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I mean, I could kind of see it, but like, I, th- I mean, but I'm talking from like more of like after they see the trailer and then they see the movie, because like I know that there's a lot of friends of mine who don't see a trailer because is which it was just tying into your point like that mm-hmm. um it doesn't really show anything and then they go and see the movie and they're like it's not action-packed i didn't like it it's just like the trailer like i'm right. i'm kind of like talking like that a little bit you know like because it's, it's just a mind frame that i don't really like you know when well, when you i mean that's kind of different though yeah because I'm, I'm i'm talking in the sense of not when like i'm talking in the sense of is it gotta is it gonna interest the casual viewer and these movies already do that because of how much they make 200 and 250 million dollars is not just 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 cinephiles and yeah. like movie buffs that's not yeah. that the majority yeah. of that is families kids and stuff like that and i think there was like i think the hype for infinity war was much more higher than the hype for this and i know we all want to see it but like other than other than us i'm not hearing much i mean well, i'm going on my facebook page and i'm seeing like who talks about it and stuff like that who who's not a who's not a casual i mean i mean who is a casual movie goer so my my facebook is full of that so I'm seeing th- who shares it and like somebody was someone someone here and there shared the last trailer but like no one like you get what I'm saying yeah yeah I think I think what ties into it too is the fact that like these casual moviegoers have found out that it's three hours and two minutes and they're like oh right. shit I don't want to sit through that movie like I have co-workers that saw Aquaman in theaters and they're like yeah we liked it it was just too long I'm like yeah it, it it's two hours and 25 minutes so i mean and and i i mean i'm someone right and and my mother says the same thing i'm like she's every time you go into a movie um that she wants to see she's like how long is it and i'm like two hours and 10 minutes huh okay i guess now if i tell her hey this movie's about to be three hours and two minutes Wow, she's gonna be like, "What?" Like, Dude, and make and, it, and make it fucking five hours. <laughs> but that's us. But the, 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 what I'm saying, that's you yeah, and I. I. I Can know. you imagine like keeping a kid, a five year old kid, tamed for three hours and two minutes? It's just like, of course we we are excited, but of course we'll stay there for a twenty four hour day. You know, we 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 do things like the Oscar showcase. People like casual moviegoers think the Oscar showcase of watching a movie that's on Blu-ray or on demand, you know, from like 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. is ridiculous. But we love that shit. But I'm talking about people who like who aren't us and like, you know, are they going to want to be like three hours and two minutes? The trailer sucked. Hell no. You know yeah, what I mean? That, like I yeah. that's 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 what I'm trying to get I, at. I know I, you and I are gonna be like all up in that theater and shit like that, but I'm talking about the casual goer, you know? I yeah, I think I for me, I don't think it's necessarily the trailers for the casual moviegoers. I think it's more just like if like if they're casual but they hear people talking about it and then like somebody brings up the runtime and they hear that it's that long, I think that's the turnoff. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I I hope people don't take this the wrong way. I do. I think this is gonna make bonkers money, and I want it to because listen, like people, we got people, we like we 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 got people who are saying the movie theater is dead, and when I see a movie like Us and all these hero <laughs> super like movies that movies that like like you know like stuck up 
people would think that wouldn't make the money are making the money. A horror movie is making the money. A superhero movie is making all the money. A Star Wars movie, who people laughed at, are making all the money. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I just, I hope this, I just hope this movie, like, leading up to it, resonates with, like, resonates with the, with the general audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, I, I think. I think it will. Uh, right. I think if casual moviegoers see it and they sit through it, because, dude, for a, for a movie like this, like, I think another thing too, man, we are really going on this topic, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, it's good. Uh, but I think I think another thing too is it's like, the thing is is like, how, like it, it it's three hours and two minutes, but like. I feel like it depends on how quick that goes by. Because to me, Infinity War feels like it's like two hours and five. It doesn't feel like it's two hours and 29 for me. So I think it just depends on the pace and how quick those three hours go by for casual moviegoers. All right. Sorry, guys. We uh, had a little bit of technical difficulties on my part. That is my apologies. My computer had an aneurysm or something. I don't know what's going on. But uh, we're back. Cinemania World Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. This quality is still going to be a little bit wonky because of, I don't know what's been going on with whether it's my Wi-Fi or something. But we will try to speed along on the show. And uh, this is why I like going to the studio for the shows. But uh, without, let's get let's get right into it. We we finished off talking about the uh, the end game posters and stuff like that. So we'll move on from that conversation, unless there was anything you else had anything else you had to say, my good friend Alex. No, I don't. I don't think there was. No. Okay, so we'll get right into the second topic of the day. We're still in the key topic, so we still got a lot to go. But um, we're going to talk about the Apple news. So Apple announced a new streaming service um, titled Apple TV+. Plus. It's an extension to the Apple TV. And uh, it's basically a new streaming service to go head-to-head with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all that stuff. It's going to have regular, It's gonna have a couple of movies that you already know about, like whether you've seen it in theaters and in the past and stuff like that. Similar to Netflix and, and, and Hulu, but it'll also, it'll also have like regular TV shows as well as a morning show. And some of the names tied to it so far, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Steven Spielberg, M. Night Shyamalan, Jason Momoa, just a lot of heavy hitters, Brie Larson, a lot of heavy heavy hitters for this streaming service. So, Alex, so the, initially yeah. this was going to be our opening our um, opening topic, but uh, we pushed it down because we thought we had a, we had more to say about the Avengers stuff, and you know, because makes sense we're nerds. But um, what are your thoughts on this um, Apple TV stuff? You're getting it, you're in, you're out. What do you think? I I honestly don't know. This is the first time I've been hearing about it. Really? Um, yeah. Well, it happened. Um, it was released, uh, yeah, it was, it was, they released it yesterday. I remember seeing it all yesterday, but then I saw a lot of the breaking news later on yesterday, and I keep, I still was hearing about it today and stuff like that. I'm sure it's probably because of how much school and stuff you go through. But yeah, Apple TV yeah. Plus, new streaming service. Um, everyone is like, it's crazy because everyone's calling, um, everyone's like starting to call Steven Spielberg a hypocrite because a couple of months ago, he was getting on the fact that Netflix, 
you know, it's a TV and it's ruining the, the industry and all that stuff. But then here he is with Apple in bed with Apple with this streaming service. So, um, any any thoughts on like what like you know, uh, they, if you go if you go on the uh, website, just anywhere really that's reported it, there's just so much like so much stuff that's a part of this whole thing. Um, I'll read some off with you. They're gonna have like a TV show with um, they, I forget who. Let me check. They held they held it at the Steve Jobs Theater, but um, they're gonna have a TV show with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, uh, Spielberg, J.J. Am- J.J. Abrams is involved in this whole thing. Um, they already announced a couple of TV shows. Um, Oprah Winfrey, of course. Uh, you know what I mean? They're gonna have their own app, and it's gonna get it's gonna be literally right up there with the Disney service. The Netflix and the Amazon, so it's all crazy stuff happening all at once with this whole Jesus. thing. And then this—it's crazy how this is happening before this press press conference is happening before the uh, before um, Disney the Disney streaming services press conference and all their new shows and all that stuff. You know? Yeah, definitely. This—I feel like this is just Apple. Was this like a spur of the moment thing? What this whole thing? I I don't know. It's been I don't know for how long it's in the works, but they already got some stuff shot. Like Jason Momoa's show with um I forget with I think M Night Shyamalan is already shot. It's called C, yeah. and it's gonna be available. Apple TV Plus was gonna be available this um this fall, like not next year yeah. or in two years. This fall. I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. This whole Apple streaming service just feels like it's it's like just like spur of the moment as like a way to compete with like Netflix and Hulu and Disney and all the other streaming services, you know? Well, that's what I assume. That's how, that's how a lot of them feel like and stuff. I assumed it was going to be this way as well too. When I, once I heard about it, cause I didn't, I, I didn't hear anything about this. They haven't announced any prices yet as far as how much it's going to cost, but knowing Apple and knowing the fact that, that they can literally sell you anything and people will probably buy it. Million yeah. It'll, it'll probably be, I can see it being like 20 bucks a month, $15 a month and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm very intrigued by it, you know? Yeah, I mean, what's it called? Apple Plus? Apple TV Plus. Can't Disney just sue them for using the Plus thing? No, they can't. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of things with pluses in the title. They can't sue yeah, them. True. I know you would like them too, but they can't sue them. Yeah, no, no. It, yeah, it just seems like it's a huge like spur of the moment thing. Like, yeah, I feel like this just came out of nowhere. You know. Yeah, it's probably that's probably because it did. Um, I'm sure they were planning this for a while because all the names and stuff like that coming out of it. I mean, they're heavy hitters too, so you know it's crazy. So one of the questions I I wanted to ask you is, um, do you think this will help TV or in film, or do you think this kind of hurts it once again with another huge streaming service coming into play? I think it's I think it's gonna hurt it. I like. I still have that firm belief that these streaming services are going to take away from the theatrical experiences and all that, because now, like, now, like, oh, if, like a studio doesn't want to make a film, well, we see Netflix making films. It's like, oh, now it's going to be Apple making films. I bet too. It's just like, it's like to me, a movie is meant to be experienced on the big screen. So release it the way it's supposed to be released. Right. You know. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of my thinking. I mean, that's probably nobody else's thinking, but that's just me. 
Right. I um, you know, I I I I agree in a way. Like I do. I I don't want to see the film like experience like the cinema experience go away television i do i can see how like it's leading to people keeping the cords but what i what i will say about television is that you know if people cut the cord as far as no cable and you just live off streaming services um i i i don't think that that's as bad as if like if television goes away i think we're still fine because at least there's options for people to still see everyone's work like you know the broad of course it won't be shown on like broadcast channels like you know what like you know like amc and abc and cbs and yeah. fox and all that stuff but you you still like you know netflix and hulu are still you know services and stuff like that and people will still be able to see your art but as far as film, I I feel like film and cinema need to be watched on a wide spectrum, and I feel like if cinema and if like a movie wasn't in the big on the big screen, you know, then it's not gonna appeal to a wider audience, you know. And I think um, you know it's just interesting because at least with like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and now the you know this new one Apple TV Plus, at it's still it's still in a way TV, you know. You're still sitting on your couch. You're still dialing up your remote and stuff like that but it's just not but i i I do i do like you know i want to see the movie industry and the movie experience live on you know for a long period of time you know what i mean yeah yeah the thing that i don't really get with like any of these streaming services like i get they're supposed to replace cable but it's like Say if you want to watch, like, a sporting event, like, how are you supposed to watch it live with these streaming services, like, if you don't have cable? Like, that's a, that's just a component that I've never understood about streaming. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Like, um, well, I know there's, like, now the e- ESPN Plus as well is another thing that they do, um, they, the ESPN Plus, they do a lot of, uh, live events, like, they're doing a lot of the live UFC shows, and stuff like that, and the same thing with the WWE Network, um, the streaming service, they do a lot of live events through that, too, so it's still possible, um, it's just gonna be harder, you know? Yeah. It's easier to, to, to put something live on the broadcast television and stuff, but on the streaming service it is tougher because you got to deal with you got to deal with internet connection and service and all that stuff, you know. I mean, we just we just we just went through it a little bit through the computer, you know. We had to restart yeah. the show because of internet internet business and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know. And that's my other that's my other problem with like all these streaming services. It's like they want them to replace cable after a while. It's like not everybody has internet and like you need internet to get these streaming services not everybody's gonna have internet yeah exactly so that's all the interesting things coming out of it because it's looking like apple tv wants to be one of the one of the you know the forces to you know to take the tv industry out and stuff so i mean i it's all it's all a it's all monopoly at this point and it's going to be very interesting going forward but uh let's move right on into some interesting very very interesting news and i know you're going to love this um let's get right into it so over the weekend we had some we there was this like uh, Q&A with Zack Snyder and some executives at Warner Brothers and uh he was it was like a screening for Watchmen Watch both Watchmen and BVS. So Zack Snyder, I don't know if he was drunk or something, but he had some he had some words to say about 
this whole, you know, this whole controversy as far as BVS goes and Batman's killing. He basically, you know, stuff like this, I would want a director or a writer to completely own own it. Like, okay, listen, like, I wanted to try something different as far as the killing for Batman. I know he doesn't kill in the comics, but I figured with someone his this age, he would have this kind of vengeance to kill, you know, after an entire life of, of you know, not killing. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. If he would have came out to something like that, I completely would have been like, okay, I totally get it. But this dude, he came out during this Q&A, and he was just like, ah, oh, wake the fuck up. Like, you know, people kill and all this shit. And if you think that someone doesn't kill and this and that, then you're not living like you're in a fantasy world. I'm like, well, no shit. It's a fucking comic book movie. But, um, I mean, like... It was just, um, there, it was just, I won't, I won't put words in his mouth, so, here's, here's the, here's the direct quote from, uh, Jack, um, Zack Snyder himself, uh, so he's, he goes, um, someone says to me, Batman killed the guy, I'm like, fuck, really? Wake the fuck up, I guess that's what I'm saying, once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie, um, and then you come and say to me something about, like, my superhero wouldn't do that, I'm like, are you serious? I'm like down the fucking road on that. It's a cool point of view to be like my heroes are still innocent, but heroes didn't fucking lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money from their corporations. My heroes didn't fucking commit atrocities. That's cool, but you're living in a fucking dream world. So, dude. <laughs> now, here's my thing. I know you're going to go. I know you're going to rant. Here's my oh, thing. Yeah. You're making you're making something off of if you're writing something that's adapted, you know what I mean? This is not your story, this is not your characters, this is not that. Like if I was writing a script, which I am, if I'm writing a script about my own kind of characters and heroes, I can do whatever I want, you know what I mean? But if you signed on to write a story about the 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 beloved Batman and that, that sounds crazy. Yeah, and the beloved Superman and you know one of the one of the core things of that hero is that he does not kill. Now, if you came like like I, like I said earlier, if you came if if your thought process was like, hey, let's switch it up, because we see that all the time in movie in comic book movies, they switch things up and stuff like that, you know, to fit more of the modernized world. You know what I mean? They switch things up. We get it, but. If you're going to come out and say, listen, this is the real world. He, they're going to fucking kill. Wake up. This is not Sucker Punch. This is fucking Batman. This is Superman. This is this is not 300. <laughs> this is Batman. And this is Superman. Do not sign on to do a project and, and, and completely change. And completely change what, one of the one things. Like, I didn't. Listen, I didn't mind the killing. When I was um when I was watching BVS, I was like the only thing that that the only thing that I wish he would have done is have Batman explain. But you just this 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 it, this like this as your reasoning shows me that you have no clue what you're writing about. You have no clue what this character was made for. You know, you have no clue at all. So, it's just like 
You know, and I'm thinking of the creators. The creators made Batman and Superman these characters for a reason. So I'm I'm sure, yeah, like comic books take alteration and they they go to different timelines and you know different different people start writing about them. But if you're excused to why I wanted to make Batman kill, because there's comic books when Batman has kill the killing joke, he straight up kills the Joker. You know what I mean? There's comic books like that, but. There is a reasoning, and there is a, and there is, you know, there's a reasoning behind why the writer made this happen, and it benefits the story. You just killing Batman because, oh, we're in a real fucking world, fuck y'all. You know, that's not anything. That's just kind of a stowaway. And that's just like you, the real reason was is that you had no clue had to incorporate him not being a killer, but you wanted to make this bad Batman, this ruthless, like, Ravenger who's just gonna kill, and that's just not who the character is. You have Superman over here brooding, and that's just not who the character is. Um, you know what I mean? So it's just like, and, and, and I'm one of the people who, like, I vouched for how Batman is treated in BVS. I like the story arc, but him coming out with this makes me look at the story arc in a complete different manner. You know what I mean? So, uh, what are, what are your thoughts on all this? This motherfucker has the gall to actually call people out about this shit. He got fucking fired, and he says there's a Snyder Cut out there. There's no such fucking thing as the Snyder Cut. It doesn't exist. I don't know where he's getting this information. He never got to make Justice League. He completely butchered the characters of BBS. I, I, I agree with you when you say there should have been reason behind why Batman was killing. I would have accepted that. If there was a reason why Batman was killing in that movie, okay, that's why he can kill. But this motherfucker has the gall to call out the people that don't like his movie and tell them to grow the fuck up. I don't like this guy. This guy's a fucking pain in the ass. I'm sorry. That's my rant. <laughs> I, um... Oh man, I wish we was list- I wish we was recording this in the uh, studio because then you can hear it full clearly how how pissed off you are. And usually I'm like, Alex, relax, dude. It ain't that serious. But like, I completely understand. And it's just like um, a couple other things like he said. Like he said he he didn't he didn't outright say that it was a he didn't say there was a standard cut. He said there was a script that he wrote, and it was about um, it was about like. I'm not gonna get into it because I just don't care. But it was about like dark side and this and that and wanting to like kill everyone and then have them go back in time like, and yeah, shit like, like that. You know. My my whole problem with this is it's like why is he still hearkening on the past? Like people didn't like your movie. Move the frick on. Like, well, I, I I think it was um I think because it was a Q and A, so I think people were just asking him about oh where's yeah. the Snyder cut or you know all the I I think there was just it was just that and I think that was yeah. his way of answering it but, in media but form. Another, but that's another thing too. People think the Snyder cut exists and it doesn't. Yeah, there's it doesn't. No yeah. Such thing. People like, people people will fight us to the death of it too. I mean, when we say that yeah, it's not a thing. No if it was a thing, thing, he did not like. Not direct Justice League. I don't. I. am a firm believer he didn't direct any of that movie. I because I remember reading an article that said he got fired before they even started filming. So I'm a firm believer that he did not direct any of that movie. There's um he directed part of it because I I remember having an um 
in the Ent- Entertainment Weekly like magazine, they have shots of him on the set and you know with, with the cameras and all that stuff talking to the actors. He he just didn't direct the whole thing. Uh, that's when they brought in Josh Sweden and stuff yeah. like that because his direction. It was dark, and I guess, like, he had this vision for the movie that Warner Brothers didn't want to do because they felt like one of the negative responses to BVS was that it was too dark. So they didn't want to, I mean, which is why, like, if you look at it now, Wonder Woman wasn't as dark as the BV, as the as the universe has been so far. Um, Aquaman was definitely not a dark movie, and Shazam is definitely not a dark movie at all. Too. I mean, at parts, but it's like it's, it's all lit and bright and funny see, and stuff, see, so... Here's- Here's the thing, though. You can still make a dark movie. You can still make an edgy movie and still make it entertaining. Zack Snyder did not understand that. Like, the Dark Knight trilogy is a very dark trilogy when you think about it. Yeah. Like, there's some there's some heavy stuff in there. But you know why it's beloved by people? Because it's great filmmaking in there. It's actually, like, entertaining. There's actually some... There's actually a sense of fun there in those movies too every once in a while despite how dark they are Zack Snyder had to think that every scene was just like oh I go dark and edgy I'm gonna make Superman like fucking dark I'm just gonna make him kill people now too let's have him snap it's like that's not how it works I feel like he was trying so hard to just like create something so different and then he just like sucked all the fun out of it Right, yeah, and I um I, I I agree. Like I think he's um I don't know, I just I wish I thought this whole BBS, this Snyder cut, all that rubbish was all behind us, but this Q and A re sparked it again and I'm just like the responses of it was just so weird and ridiculous. But um yeah, I don't know. I, I but I'm definitely on the side of I mean, I think that's such a cop out to say, Oh, you guys don't understand, y'all are pussies. That's not what he said, but that's kinda basically what he said. You don't understand. You guys want everybody to hug and blah blah blah. But that's just that's what the character... I just... Uh, I don't know. But, um... Yeah, let's get right into the fast track news. Let's move on from the, uh... Som- the yeah, somber Zack Snyder stuff. Hey, this asshole. Yeah, let's move on to the fast track news. So, a couple of things this week, um... For the fast track news. This is where I just name off a bunch of things that's happened throughout the week. And we will talk about what we want to talk about. So, the fast track news. Uh, Hellboy is tracking less than 20 million in its opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, shut the hell up. <laughs> um, Shazam first reactions and reviews are very, very positive. Jordan Peele's Us becomes the third highest opening weekend for a horror movie with $70 million this weekend. Uh, the Craft reboot is in the work at Blumhouse. Guardians Volume 3 will film immediately after The Suicide Squad. Dora and the City of... Uh, of what is it? Dora and the Lost City of Gold trailer releases on Sunday. The Oscars is, is considered not having a host next year. And we will talk about what what are the, we will talk about some of the things that we missed last week on the show. So should Alex, we, uh, anything should we, quick, should we do a quick plug for uh, first uh, reviews for Dumbo? I know you don't really care but Oh yeah, Dumbo reviews came out. They were what like mixed positive? Yeah, it's it's mixed. Uh, last time I checked Rotten Tomatoes it had a 48 Really? Ooh. Yeah, I did not expect that. Wow. Yeah, everybody's saying Dumbo's the best part, which I expect him to be, but they're saying he's not in it that much. It's all focusing on the human characters again. 
Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, I actually and saw saw which, that which too. Which makes sense because it's the writer of like two or three of the Transformers movies. Is it really? Which one? Uh, last night. No, not last night. Uh, the third one. I don't know if you. I don't know if he had a hand in Revenge of the Fallen, but uh, he might have written that one. I know he did the third one, and I know he did Age of Extinction. Yeah. Um. That's awful. That's awful. That's probably that's one of the reasons why I'm just not looking forward to it. Like I, I'm gonna see it, but I'm not like, I don't know. Like I, I can, I can skip it if I could, yeah. if I wanted to. But um, anything else, sir, from the fast check news this weekend? Hellboy making less than twenty million is hilarious. Well, that's what um, that's the tracking goes. I mean, tracking can I be know. wrong, but I, I mean, but the still. trailers, the trailers have done nothing for me at all. Like, well, not least. one trailer. There's been two, and they both no. have just hit the wrong nails in the head for me. Uh, I did not expect it to be so damn comedic. And if if Hellboy is a is a is a comedic character, then okay. But I just don't. I it it feels very like let's rip off Deadpool R-rated guts and blood, and it just doesn't have all the same the same heart and emotion from Deadpool. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think it's hilarious that it's tracking less than twenty million. Yeah, um, I agree. I just well, I don't think it's hilarious. I mean, I just I, I'm just it, not it, really it, looking for it. Kind of is like something that's looking something that's looking hilarious that looked hilarious. That Dora trailer was awful. Yeah, that that was awful. That, that looked, was horrific. That, that, that looks like a movie that should have been released in like two thousand and one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it I feel like it's gonna be so bad. It's good. Yeah, I I don't um I mean I don't even think it just looks like Tomb Raider light, you know, like it just looks <laughs> like like yeah That's like she's jumping off this cliff. I'm like the fuck is this shit? You know, it just looks it looks awful. And boots. It's nothing this, like the the TV show. No, of course not. And boots looks horrific with that CGI. Um, I think like and and it has like big names attached to it too, and I don't know why. Yeah, like you know, like Del Toro and Michael Pena, and I'm just like, why? Um, yeah. Eva Longoria, I'm like, what are y'all doing? You know, it's just like, yeah, but I mean, I do what you gotta do, I guess. Um, okay, so okay, like one thing I wanted to touch on is about is uh the movie Us. Uh, I. Last week in our review, and this is I didn't take this from anyone. I just went with my intuition, and I and I called it, and I said, I said it was gonna be a very very mixed movie, and it was, but it still did really well over the weekend. If you guys want more in the box office of Us's, you know, opening weekend and all the records it shattered, just uh, check out the box office beatdown with Larry and I. But um, that's that, that should be up on the page as well. But yeah, I knew it was gonna be a mixed film. I just knew it. I loved it. I'm glad you liked it. I loved it again the second time, even with everything you know um, going into the second time seeing it. But I knew it was gonna be a mixed movie. Um, what are some of the things you're hearing about you know the movie and stuff like that? I yeah, I've seen a lot on Twitter lately that a lot of people don't haven't really liked it, and then a couple coworkers saw it, and then. They saw it because I recommended it, and they're like, yeah, we, we just did not like it. And uh, they're, they're just like, it wasn't what they were expecting, you know? 
Yeah, and I think that's going to be, like, I think that, I just knew it was going to be that. I said in, like, I said in, uh, when I was talking to Larry about it, because he's one of the ones that loved it, and I said either you're going to, because one thing we can all agree on is that that there is gaping plot holes in the movie. Gaping plot holes. So you're either going to be someone who accepts the plot holes and enjoy the art and the um and the acting and the story and you know the main story and the kills and the horror and all that stuff you know especially that score god damn it especially seeing it, seeing it in a more like sound in a more like sound officiated theater was just so great and stuff but um yeah if you if you if if you if you if you can bypass the plot holes, then you'll love it. If you can't, and you just walk away more confused than anything, then you're gonna hate it. And I, I, you're not gonna hate it, but I mean, you, you're gonna appreciate all the art and stuff like that, like the cinematography and the acting and this and that. But you are, I, I, I knew it was just gonna be this kind of movie, you know. Let me, let me ask you this: on rewatch, did you pick up on more clues or no? I picked up on a lot more clues, and I, and I think that's one of the fun things about it. I think the fact that it has such... Because I do think it does have a rewatchability factor to it, and you want to check more stuff to see if you caught this and caught that, caught all the little Easter eggs, and I think that's what he wants. And Jordan Peele, like, he wants some more thought-provoking kind of films, and even actors want that too. Like, Winston, Winston Duke was on the Breakfast Club show, and he was talking about how, like... He was turning down roles because he felt like they wasn't too thought provoking, and they they didn't have a conversation attached to it. And this is definitely a movie that, like, when you come out of it, you're not gonna be like hush, hush, hush. That's it. You know what I mean? You're gonna talk about it galore. You know, whether you liked it or not, you're gonna talk about it. You're gonna ask all these questions. You're gonna be wondering this. You're gonna be wondering all the uh, all the core meanings and stuff like that. And I don't. And I and I see I see this thing where people are calling that pretentious, and I'm like, I don't think so at all. I think. That's the kind of movie that he wants. If he wants, if there's like there's screenwriters and directors that want a movie that they want people to just have fun, have fun, have fun with the movie. You know, go bonkers, go crazy, do it. You know what I mean? There's directors for those films. There's directors who want to talk about a more a more grounded story, like an indie writer or an indie director and stuff like that. And then there's directors like Ari Aster with Hereditary and 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 us that want you to think about what's going on and and really really like use your environment to understand and in, in your and your like where you're where you're living and how you're living and to see how that can affect people. And I you know there's just that's the kind of director and writer that he is. I mean, we thought about we thought about everything when Get Out came out. We thought about everything when this came out, and, I, and I'm sure the next movie is gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be a very very thought provoking film. So you know, I don't see him making movies like just for the sake of making movies. I think he has a message, and he wants to th- he wants to get him out. And with this movie, I get the message clearly, and I'm glad he got it out, and I'm glad he has a voice to get it out. And I loved it. You know, it's it's my favorite movie of the year yeah. so far. So yeah, I mean, me, mine too. Yeah. Yeah, like um, it's like right next to it is Shazam. Shazam, fighting with my family, and there's another one that I'm blanking on. Five feet apart, they're right, right up there with my favorites of the year so far. But um, yeah, I mean, I just I enjoyed it, and I understand where the people who didn't like it come from. But for me, I I thoroughly enjoyed it the second second time too. Yeah, I think I think 
Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Like, I don't wanna, but I don't wanna sit here and say like, oh, you guys are just not thinking about it. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's like there's people who who like to think about these kind of movies, but you know, there's people who probably just didn't. It just wasn't their taste, and I get yeah. that. But you're right. There is a certain group who are just like you know they want to come out. Oh, the hero won, and it's a happy day at the end. That's it. And like you know, we got a reaction like oh, I don't know. But then you'll have yeah. people. But then you'll but then you'll have people who who just like that was awesome. That was amazing. That was like that was a masterpiece. That was a work of art. That was this and that. I understood this and I understood that. And I wonder like. I just think it's, I think it's an achievement of itself that someone has the mind to come up with stuff like this. You know what I mean? So it's just like I dug it. Uh, you know, and, and of course it's not a, it's not a complete original concept like doppelgangers and stuff like that. But where the where the efficiency and the storytelling come from and how it's rooted and and and, and like threaded together makes it a really really good film. You know? Yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, like so. I mean, I'm I'm in the ballpark. I'm glad I made a lot of money and stuff like that. So yeah. Um. So last week we missed a couple of things. We'll talk about it real quick. Uh, they had the John Wick trailer. They had the not the Stranger Things season three trailer. They had Toy Story trailer. So what are some of your thoughts on some of those things? John Wick three looks fucking cool. Yes, it does. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, Toy Story four. Oh, has me worried. Uh, it gave me a spark of hope, but at the same time, it made me super worried. Um, because I feel like this is a concept that they could pull off. Like, I like some of the ideas that it looks like they're presenting in Toy Story 4, but at the same time, it looks like a rehash of Toy Story 2. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't like the trailer. I, th- I, I thought yeah, the trailer... I just, I just don't see the point of making a Toy Story 4. Yeah, I thought, dude, I thought, I'm I'm right there with you. I thought the trailer was very, 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 like, just, I want to get into it, but I can't because, like, the movie, like, the story's over. Like, do you know, this is, it, it, like, like, it feels like such a, like, and I know we've been saying this since it was announced, but, like, seeing the trailers and stuff like that, um, it feels just like a blatant, like, Cash grab, cash grab. and yeah. and I I never want to put the sentence with I never want to put the words of Toy Story and cash cash uh, cash grab in the same sentence. But that's what this I. is. It, it's the story is recycled. You know, it's very muddled and it's very like like it doesn't. I I don't feel the same heart if there is if there is. I I'm like the either. first. The first reactions to it, like, you know, like, like press screenings, you know, people are saying, like, oh, they, they were crying, and I get it, I'm sure it's sad by the end, and stuff like that, but the question that every, it's on everyone's mind is, like, why did we need this? Like, you know, I have my, my, my Toy Story trilogy in my room right now, sitting yeah. nice and pretty, and now I'm gonna have yeah. this, I'm, now I'm gonna have to add this fucking yeah. movie to it, yeah. you know, and it's I don't like- need to. It's like, I get the argument can be made that each of the Toy Story films feels like a finale, like, in some way, shape, or form, but it's the finale for, like, those movies. Like, the ending of Toy Story 3 was the finale of, like, it, there, there was just a sense of finality with that trilogy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. that final scene of Toy Story 3 just capped everything off. 
and, and then I see, yeah, and then in the trailer, I see this other kid, and I'm just like, god damn, like, this is too much, so, I don't know, yeah. I'm, I'm right there I mean, with we'll you, see. though. I'm, I'm, I'm praying, but, like, I've, I've said this since it was announced that it's gonna be unnecessary. It's a movie that's gonna have to justify its existence. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and I, uh, the movie... The movie is gonna it's gonna have to be a really good one for it to, for it to captivate what it wants to captivate and stuff yeah. like that. So and I mean, being, and if the movie is good but it's not really good, that's not good enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I totally agree. I'm right there with you. Um, the Stranger Things trailer looks cool. That was uh that looks really cool. Yeah, um, that looks really cool. So speaking of Stranger Things, that it falls in the category of television. So let's move on to the television news rundown. And the quick thing, same thing as the Fast Track news. We'll talk about a few things from the television world. Uh, Marvel's Runaways has been renewed for season three at Hulu. The Stranger Things trailer uh, amidst the season three on July fourth. Supernatural will end after season fifteen. Season fifteen will be its last season. Amelia Clark reveals that she suffered two brain aneurysms after season one. And The Connors has been picked up for Season 2 at ABC. And Amazon's Dark Tower TV show is still officially a go, even after the first, even after that movie was horrific. Uh, Alex, anything from the uh, te- television stuff? Well, obviously, Stranger Things. Uh, that trailer was... Uh, that trailer bangs. Um, <clears throat> you know I like Supernatural. Uh, I'm glad that it's ending because it's gone on for 10 years too long, if you ask me. Right. Uh, that's a lot of seasons, 15. Yeah, too much. Yeah. Uh, for a show that was supposed to end at season 5, I'm glad it's finally fucking ending. Um, not that I hate the show. Uh, I still watch it, but not like religiously like I used to. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> the whole Amelia Clark thing, that's... Uh, that's scary, isn't that, it? Yeah, that's really scary. Yeah, it's like, it's frightening, too. Um, yeah, I saw that early, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Um, but props to her. I'm happy for her. I'm happy she's been able to uh, make this make this life worth something after after such horrific, you know, traumatic events like that and stuff. But, um, yeah, so I agree. I'm, I'm glad The Runaways is picked up for season three because, you know, I think also, too, this is Hulu showing Netflix that, hey, we're keeping this show on, you know, because it is a Marvel show and stuff. Um, yeah. but I think that's what that that's about. I think, yeah, the numbers are good, but I think that's just more Hulu. Like, hey, yeah, sticking it to Netflix that, you know, we're renewing the Marvel shows. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. season two was pretty good. I enjoyed most of it. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the uh, the concept. It's, it's one of the newer uh, Marvel comic books. This is what I. This is what I wish they did for like Inhumans. Just make it a TV show like The Runaways, but a good one, not on ABC. Like you know, not on because the ABC Marvel shows uh, to me are just horrific. But yeah, my, me too. Yeah, like Agents of Shield and Agent Carter was very boring when that goes out, and just like the 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 ABC ones are just not good. But the Hulu so far, even Cloak and Dagger and Freeform was good, and the Netflix shows, of course, are good. But they Netflix is just being petty. But um, yeah, I'm glad for I'm glad I'm happy for for Runaways because uh, because season two, season one are both very very fun seasons and stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. So movie pull list. What do you got for this week? Alright, so on Blu-ray, DVD, digital, and 4K Ultra this week, 
if I can find my list. Um, we have the latest installment in the DC Extended Universe, Aquaman. I don't know why I say Aquaman like that. I think that's how they say it in Injustice. So I like to say that. That's I think honestly I think that's it. A re-release of Pet Cemetery and If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, those nice. Only, yeah, those are the only ones uh, worth noting. Oh, and Can You Ever Forgive Me came out, too. Did it on Blu-ray? Yep. See, I did not realize Can You Ever Forgive Me, because I didn't see it at Best Buy when I went today. But I did, I did, I did pick up uh, Aquaman, and I did, and I picked up the re-release of Pet Cemetery. For the to get ready for the original coming out next week, I'm gonna check that out this weekend or whenever I can this week. Um, Aquaman, I picked up. I picked up the Steel Book today before it sold out everywhere, um, and I'm excited to rewatch that. The Steel Book looks awesome. Um, a lot of good Steel Books lately. Like the Spider Verse Steel Book is nice. The uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, what? What was the other movie? The Bohemian Rhapsody Steel Book is nice. The A Star Is Born Steel Book. The all uh, black one, like Platinum Black, is nice too. So I love Steel Books. I know next week is gonna be the Bumblebee Steel Book. So you know I'm gonna get that as well. I wanted to pick up Bill Street, but I didn't want to go too overboard in spending today. Um, especially after especially after the whole Comic Con stuff. But um. Yeah, I- I do. Uh, I do have some announcements for some other Blu-ray release dates. Uh, they have announced that Happy. They have announced the Blu-ray release date of Happy Death Day to You. That is coming out on May 14th. They have announced uh, the release date of How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Uh, that is May 21st. And they have also announced the uh, Blu-ray release date of The Prodigy uh, for May 7th. And this is what I find funny. Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase? Isn't that in theaters? Wait, there's a Blu-ray? A blu- oh my god, wait till I tell, it, tell Larry. Did, Larry has did, been did, shitting on this movie. Oh man, that's it, gonna be hilarious. Dude, didn't that just come out in theaters like last week? It did, it did, so I'm not dude, sure what happened. It's coming It's coming out on Blu-ray April 2nd. Wow, maybe that's wh- that. So that's why, like, there has been no box office numbers for it, cause it's, it's just a limited yeah. release, like two theaters or something, and then Blu-ray. Yep. Like, what a shit! What a shit! Like, mar- and, like we, me and Larry and I have been like talking about how shitty the marketing and stuff has been for that movie for months. So, um, yeah. that's gonna be that's that's kind of funny. Um, all right, so let's move right into the Twitter poll. Cinemania World Show episode 36 poll. Is the new Apple TV Plus a good idea for film and television? And 33% of people said yes, can't wait. And the and 67% said no. So that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, we already said our thoughts on that earlier. But yeah, interesting to see what, what everyone says about that. So without, I mean, with that being said, I guess that is it. For the show this week. Damn. Yeah, that is it. We finally made it. Uh, once again, guys, sorry about the technical difficulties earlier. Hope, hopefully, the audio for this episode is good enough for you to have a good listen to it. Uh, if not, we apologize. It'll be better next week. But um, thank you guys for joining us. Alex, thanks as always. Thank you. All right. And I will talk to you guys soon. 
we will talk to you guys soon. I'll, 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 I will add all of our social medias in the links below. Make sure you guys follow all of that. Make sure you guys follow Alex's YouTube page. Make sure you follow our everything page. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. My name is Dwayne. That is Alex. Bye-bye. Adios.